Hayem Yem Chamishi. It's Thursday and it's Tezayin Tevis. Now, for whatever reasons, we're making believe it's Friday. Okay? And we're learning a Maimir. Normally we learn Maimoram on Friday. Today we're learning a Maimir on Thursday. Um, we will also not finish this Maimir today, so I will finish it on Sunday, second hour. For those who are here regularly, you know that we try to learn each week a maimer from the Rebbe al-Seder. In other words, we started this Seder al-Yitas Kislev, and we finished doing the, the Rebbe biography in Hayyem Game. We started doing the modem of the Rebbe, we went backwards. We started with, it was Yitas Kislev, Mem Ches, Mem Zayin, Mem Vav, Mem Hey, now we're doing Mem Dalet. But the last three Shabbosas, there have been no maimorim in Mem Dalet, for whatever reasons. So we had to supplement. Um, I forgot already what we did the last time, but last week we tried to do Hayeshevas Baganem Yerav. Didn't exactly work out. It's still sitting in my briefcase or whatever it is that I carry around. In my maybe I'll do something about a list. Um, but today we're going to learn this mimer. I remember distinctly teaching you this mimer last year with no voice. <laughs> I the This is the first va'era of the Rebbe's Nesias. The says The Rebbe becomes the Rebbe Yud Shvat Tovshin Yud Aleph. Yud Shvat is Pasha's boy. Va'era is the end of the first year. In other words, the Maimed right after this one would be the next Bossi Legani. You understand? So there was no earlier opportunity for the Rebbe to say a va'era Maimed than this one. And the Rebbe immediately, the first year of his Nesiyah, says what's called the Frum of Eira. The Frum of Eira is a Ma'amid that the Rebbe said in Tovkuf Nundalit, which means before Peterburg. And the Rebbe says, Abeze Drush. Beze means angry. It's an angry Ma'amid. How many times have you seen the Rebbe say about a Ma'amid? It's angry. Abeze Drush. Sharfalosh. I remember reading in the Sikh, eh? Wondering that the Maimon must have been like fire and brimstone. Dr. Rebbe stood on a pulpit and screamed at people, you gonna This is the most embracing Maimon you'll ever find. It's such a positive Maimon. And the Rebbe calls it a Bezed Drush, an angry Maimon. He says that, the Rebbe says, the Rebbe spoke in the Sikha before he started the Maimon, he says, We know that Dr. Rebbe's mood affected his chassidim. Dr. Rebbe's presence was so strong. That his mahus, his personality, his maimed amatzah affected the chassidim around him. When Alter was writing the Tanya, the mood changed based on the parakim. If he's writing about simchi, he was in a freilecha mood. If he's writing about chuvi, was in a, a bitter mood. And his mood was so strong that all the chassidim in his proximity responded to his mood. They were in the same mood. He said, "I can't even imagine." What kind of mood there must have been when the Alter said the from of the I'm not sure exactly what it is about this moment that's so scary. But the Rebbe says, Abeza Drush, serious, angry Maima, Loshan Arab. Um, and it's the Maima the Rebbe said the first opportunity. Because if you will, this Maima, the Alta Rebbe said for us, and there's no question about it, this Maima is Mamish for our generation. This Maima talks about Shuvah and about Kilayidach Menu Nidach. That nothing is allowed to be lost. And because nothing is allowed to be lost, there must be tshuva. But there's a third point. 
And I think it's the third point, which is why the Rebbe calls it a Beis Drush. And the third point is that it's almost impossible not to be without sin. It's almost impossible not to be the person who doesn't need the tshuva. Or to say it more directly, the Rebbe says, to be a person who doesn't need tshuva, you need a schus. By yourself, you'll be a sinner. You'll see why. You'll be a sinner. And you'll be a sinner, you're going to need tshuva. Why do you need tshuva? Because no Jew can be left behind. No spark can be left behind. And in the language of this moment, no garment can be left alive. No levush, no mitzvah. No opportunity can be wasted and lost. So would the base kite here with the anger? Maybe the anger is that we have to sit in gullus until everybody finishes doing tshuva. But I think when the Rebbe says Abayz Adrush, he's referring to this idea that it's almost impossible not to need to do tshuva. The idea of a person not needing to do tshuva, he says, is a schus. We always think of an Aveda as a mistake. The Rebbe says, to not do Avedas based on the design of this Maimon, of what an Aveda means, is almost impossible. So we're therefore all going to need Tshuva. And I suppose that sounds a bit base if you're a Rebbe. Um, I chose to divide this Maimon into two parts. The Beza part, we're going to do Sunday. In other words, the part about Tshuva, we do Sunday. Today I want to do the part about talking about the tzaddik, about the person who doesn't need to do tshuva. But I want to show you the shtickle that makes this moment very, very, very unique. In other words, I'm going to read with you something now, which is not about today, it's about Sunday. But I decided that I want to show it to you now, and I intend on Sunday to read it a second time. Okay? If you look on page Kuf Tzaddik Test, please. And I first want to read you a shtickle maimet. And perhaps this is what the Rebbe means. The Rebbe says, Abayz Edrush. Um, the second paragraph of Beit Kuf Tzadik Tess, right? Kate said, Yovel Abachinnas Tshuva Zu Hine. I'm reading, I'm actually going to read and translate. The maimet speaks for itself. Hine. Ksiv the Pasuk says, Kinar Yisrael V'yayavev. Israel is young. And I love him. And from Egypt, I called out to my child. I am a typical Haredi Jew. What does that mean? I never learned Tanakh. <laughs> so if I quote a Pasuk in Tanakh, I saw it in a Maimir or in a Gemara. Or whatever. Everybody knows Kinai right? But nobody knows the second half of the Pasuk. <laughs> and if we knew the second half of the Pasuk, Maybe the first half of the Pasuk wouldn't be so exciting. In Tafresh Samach Vov, the Rebbe Rashab said a Maimer, which began with the Pasuk, Kinar Yisrael Vayaveyu. And he said such a sweet pshat. What does it mean, Na Yisrael Vayaveyu? Everybody loves a child. A baby, if you know that baby is going to grow up to be Echves Nitvos, when he's a baby, you love him. As the Ebesh Tabashava mentioned, everybody loves a child. So the Rebbe says, Nah, you saw by Aveyo, the Ebesh, he has little children. So he loves us in an irrational way. Just like you see a baby, you love a baby. That's what it says in Samach Vov, Nah, you saw by It's a beautiful mind, yeah? Here he quotes the same puzzle, Nah, you saw but he reads the whole Pasuk. And from Egypt, I call to my son. Now, what's the connection between Nah, you saw? Israel is young. When I love him, and from Egypt, I call to my son. 
So the Alter Rebbe says a pshat. The Rebbe is, of course, quoting the Alter Rebbe. That's unbelievably stark. Hedverted. But this means as follows. We see children. And by the way, when you grow up, <laughs> as late as possible. So long as the child is close to his father. And the father shows him love. When he embraces him, you said it with love and extra affection. The boy becomes bold and reckless in his own soul. To do stupid things, foolish things. Because his mind is underdeveloped. He's immature. His father's not happy about it. And his father protests. The father, the child doesn't pay attention. doesn't listen to him. Why? My father loves me anyway. Fatik. He's a child. The Abishta loves him. So what does he do with all this love and all this affection? He does what all our children do. Or what we did to our parents. He exploits it, right? When his father shouts at him, and pushes him out. And says, I'm not your father anymore. This is angry. This is base. You're not my son. He wakes up. All of a sudden he matures in a heartbeat. The love of the son to the father is revealed. And the revelations of his heart. And he cries. He screams bitterly. <coughs> He doesn't want to be set off, cut off from his father. And most importantly, the idea that his father says, You're not my son. You don't carry my name. He elicits this boy such pain. He says, I, I'll do anything. I'm, I'm your son. I want to be your son. You talk about the love that the Jewish people have for God Almighty. It's hidden in the heart of every one of us. And it's not brought out forward from a hidden state to a revealed state when our Father shows us overt affection. That's when we become silly and petty. When you consider distance from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is the touch. We're little, we're children. And the Abishta loves us. And guess what? That works against us. And it works against the Abishta. When there is this closeness, when there is this love, the child acts immature. That the child will do immature and small deeds. Says that when the child is in Egypt, that means to say The Abish says to the Jewish people, "You're not my child. I'm not your father." Says that only through Mitzrayim, Egypt, this suppression and this smallness in Yenabushamal, the shame of Chuba, which was discussed earlier, is the child's sense. Of I'm a son, and this is my father aroused. In other words, the love is even more. So in Samach Vav, Na Yisrael was the greatest thing in the world. We're children, 
Everybody loves children. The love for children is blind. Here the Rebbe says, Because we're little, we mess around. You want your child to mature. Tell him you're not his father. Please, by the way, don't try that at home. Especially not in our generation. <laughs> but the, the Pasuk says, the Rebbe says, the Rebbe says, I'm not your father. I'm a kid. Hastis. That the Rebbe is almost saying with a certitude, you can't be a tzaddik. Why not? Because when life's good, you play around. When you have mitzrayim, when you have challenges, and you have to overcome those challenges, and you do tshuva, that's when you have a relationship with the Ebishter. And this is what the Maimon is telling us. You'll see Mitzvah on Sunday, Ein Yisrael and the goal, and all of tshuva. Mashiach doesn't come till you didn't do tshuva. Tshuva is a prerequisite to Mashiach. And the Rebbe says, why? What if you don't sin? So the Alter Rebbe is going to say, because that's almost impossible. So we're going to divide the Maimon into two. I showed this to you. This is powerful. I'm probably going to reread it on Sunday. But we want to begin on page Kuf, Sadek, Vov. Okay? Where the Alter Rebbe talks about the Tzadik, not about Shuvah. In other words, this Maimon is divided into two parts. The first part is what it means to be a Tzadik. And the model of a Tzadik is Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yankif, Sarah, Rifke, Rachel, and Leah. To Sunday we'll learn about the Baal Who is the Baal in this model? The Yidin in Mitzrayim. And the whole point of this Maimon is that they needed to go to Mitzrayim. It was unavoidable. You had to become Baalit Shuva. And again, in this Maimon, the reason it's necessary to become a Baalit Shuva because without the Abish's help, it's impossible to be a tzaddik. And I think that's the base kite, that's the hardness of this Maimon, the, the uncomfortable part of the Maimon. So let's read now tzaddik. He will do both tshuva, Sunday to tzaddik. So he begins where I made my aleph on page Kuf tzaddik vav. Ach, eich tiyah nefesh azeis. How is it possible for a soul of a human being? Shehi bibchinas nivro gvola. It's created and limited. Mishta eves, becoming one with. With the body of godliness. The body of godliness basically means atzilus, esesvidus. Atzmusim hus ain't say baruchu. The Abishtid himself, who's infinite and blessed. Shubachin is God is the creator. And God is infinite. And because God is the creator, God is infinite, how can the apostle believe a connection between us and him and him and us? Ubehemis, to be sure. You can't even call the Abishtid infinite. You know why? Everybody understands you can't call God limited. Just that you can't call him finite, you cannot call him infinite. Why not? Because the Abishtid is Shlilas. The only thing you could say about the Abishtid is that he's not. Shlilas Hagvul, he's not limited. But does that make him unlimited? Nope. Shlilas Habaligavul, he's not unlimited either. Shlila Sahir, you can never define him directly. Shlila Sashlila, you can't even define him indirectly. All you can say about the Abishtid is to use an expression from Chazal, not banat, yeah. But in Halacha, not banat means Nesantam ba Nesantam, yeah. Over here, not banat means he's not what you think he is, and he's not the not that you think he is. Double not, you understand? We can't know the Abishtid. Then can you pull Abishtid? The question therefore is more. How can a neshama? Particularly how the neshama is in a guf. 
become one with the Rebishter himself. It's impossible. A finite person come on with the How could it be? How could it be? This is the question. Now on Sunday we're going to learn about Shul. But today we're not learning about Shul. In other words, Sunday we're going to learn about an avoid of Beligavol, a service of infinity. Today we're not learning about avoid of Okay, today we're learning about a limited service. And this is really where the question is. I'm going to serve Hashem as a tzaddik, in quotes. Which means, I'm going to serve Hashem on a level of medida vagbola, measure and limitation. Or to say it a little bit differently, oira is bekelim, light in vessels. Order. How can a finite creation in a physical body serve Hashem in a measured way, in a medida vagbola, dick away, in the oira is bekelim, dick away, and have a relationship with Hashem himself? That's, it's a good question, right? You know what the answer is going to be? You cannot match God's infinity with your infinity because you're not infinite. But you can match God's perfection with perfection of your own. In other words, you want to have a relationship with the As a tzaddik, you need to be perfect. One teeny tiny drop less than perfect, boom. Now, of course... We're supposed to stamp our feet and say, INF, it's not fair. <laughs> but it's also a fact. If you appreciate what the Rebishter is, and of course we only appreciate how much we don't appreciate what the Rebishter is, and then you appreciate that there's supposed to be a relationship between a finite person and him, the only way to possibly explain a relationship is you be in your realm as God is in his. You're not being good enough for God. You're being as godly as is good for you. God is perfect, human perfect. Human perfection is, of course, never divine perfection. But even human perfection is almost unattainable. And this is the requisite, this is what is needed to be in a relationship with the without needing children, in this mind. It's be perfect, right? And let me give it to you in other words. And you'll see it inside momentarily. That the Pasuk says, Avraham Baba right? Avraham Avinu was out. Avraham Avinu is out. The Messenger of is in Avram was old. Baba Yomim. I went to Cheder. And Baba Yomim is gegangen in the tank. Which means he walked in the days. Nobody ever explained to me what it means to walk in the days. And I was sitting in the days. So I didn't ask my teacher, what does it mean to walk in the days? What does it mean to walk in the days? We walk in the nights. Baba Yomim is gegangen in the tank. So the Zayir explains it. Baba Yomim means Avram Avinu took along every minute of his life with him. There wasn't a wasted minute. But he rang in mid the tag, not in the tag. He went in the days. That's the simple translation of the word. But it doesn't make any sense. Boba Yom as he rang in mid the tag. He took every every minute was accounted for, because the Ebrister gives us things. Perfection means not to waste. Can't waste money. Can't waste water. Can't waste paper. Can't waste bread. Can't waste life. Can't waste time. Can't waste space. Because time and space are also gifts. And Baba Yomim connotes, he didn't only bring along many good deeds, he brought along every minute. And that's the requirement to serve Hashem in a limited way and have a relationship with an infinite God. In other words, you're not matching His infinity with your infinity, you're matching His perfection with your perfection. And perfect is not so simple. By the base, on page Kuf Tzadik Vov, You create this bond with the Eibishter. Albeit that you're a Tzadik, which means you're serving Hashem Eidez V'Kelem in a limited way. Yet you're going to have a relationship with the infinite God is through Tzadik Mitzvah. 
And Teiru mitzvahs is an infinity. God's wisdom and will. Mitzvahs are God's vessels and limbs. Teir and mitzvahs have come down into a physical level and physical things. Now three lines from the bottom, please. The fact that Teir and mitzvahs contain these two extremes. What are they? Number one, the wisdom and will of God. In other words, in Teir and mitzvahs, you have the Eivishter himself. And number two, and number two, at the same time, Tain and Mitzvah have been given to us in a measured way, in a limited way. And again, if we were Kabbalists, we would say in a light, in vessels way. In other words, it's doable. Says so that this combination, that it's the Abishtan himself in capsules that we can hold and that we can bring into ourselves. They tie, they unify and join their divine soul. Notwithstanding that it finds itself in a physical body, with the Abishtan himself. A Yid learns does mitzvahs. This is infinity in a finite capsule. So they're connected to the Abishtan. But there's a provision. There's a tnai. What's the provision? Don't waste. Because if you waste, <laughs> you're wasted. Mitzvahs are called garments. They act as garments for the Neshama. It allows the Neshama to join with the Abishtan himself. To see, to experience the countenance and the delight of the Abishtan himself. To become one with the body of Elokuth, which goes on at Silas. Because Tain and Mitzvahs give you infinity in a finite form. That's the easy part. This we all have, right? The Rebbe What's Mitzvahim? Mitzvahim is go to a Jew and give him God. Not go to a Jew and give him philosophy. Not go to a Jew and give him a piece of cake or a nice chalet. Go to a Jew and give him God. How do you go to a Jew on the street and give him God? And the answer is a Mitzvah is God. Every Mitzvah is the name. So the Rebbe says, any mitzvah, any Jew, but this Maimed is saying it in very ideal level. How do I create a relationship between me and the Eivishter? In spite of the fact that I'm so finite, and he's so infinite, that's a real bond. So the first part of the answer is, like I said, the easy part, tailored mitzvahs. But now comes the hard part. This needs to be qualified by another idea. The second idea is, it says in the tale of Avraham, Zokin, Boba, Yom, and Avraham Avinu was the old. And he took along every day. It says the Zerb, Inun, Yemen, Elon, Chuli, took along the supernal days, the godly days. Shehem, what are the godly days Avraham kept with him? Halavushim, the Teiru Mitzvah, the garment, the Teiru Mitzvah. If you came to Avraham Avinu and said, what do you do at 917.644? Tuesday, 71 years ago, Avraham had an accounting. Where the time went. So, and therefore, by days, and as Avram, Avram, Zokin, Zokin. Zeshekon, a chokma, Avram, Avinu, Shemadrego, being old. What is old chokma? And what is chokma? Shehu, in a bittle, the beginning of chokma. A deep bittle, a bittle of chokma. Shabom is Gaz, Achdusa, Yisbarek, which reveals the Achdusa, the Eivishter. Shehu, the Vadi, who be angel lost? Says the Rebbe, however, <laughs> however, 
to reach this step. There's a stipulation. And the stipulation has to make you nervous. What's the stipulation? You have to bring everything. No waste. No waste in anything. I'm thinking about how the Rebbe used to cut off the bottoms of pieces of paper and use the envelopes. You want to waste paper. You have to give a reckoning of everything that came into your sphere. No waste. In such a way, every day, is filled with the fulfillment of Tero Mitzvahs. Like it says, each day has done its task. There's nothing missing and nothing left over. Sha'az and Yem and Shleiman, only days are the only then are the days whole, and only then are the days Babayam. Wallachain, and accordingly, Sarahli is Kiyam Ateru Mitzvis, the Afrit Yekaim Afila Mitzvah Achas Kamapiyam. This is what? Frequently, I repeat many mitzvahs many times, same mitzvah many times, because there's more factors than one. I have two mitzvahs, each mitzvah is a garment. But I have to bring to the Abishta not only mitzvahs, but myself my time and my space. So according to the allotment of time and space and circumstances of each one of us, that's how many mitzvahs we have to bring him. And that's how many times they have to do those many mitzvahs. He brings an example. Yom Kippur, you daven five times. How many times you got to daven in one day? And the answer is, Baba Yomim. You want the day to be complete? You want to be able to deliver the day to the Eibishter? Believe Pshara? There has to be no waste. And it ever says at the end of the paragraph, three lines from the end. The mitzvahs are garments. Which joins a Jew with godliness. You must do the mitzvahs multiple times. So many times that you should be able to say to the Abish that I didn't waste anything. Not time, not space, and not material. Because then you can have the iskashim melakus from text to the abishtid. Vas tuchaliyas haaliyah b'mechinas hilach. Then you become a mover, as opposed to standing still. So it doesn't sound so hard to say, okay, you do a mitzvah, you come to the abishtid. But it sounds altogether hard that in order to get to the abishtid, you have to tell the abishtid, I did mitzvahs in such a way that I didn't waste any opportunities, even opportunities not to tizman. And that's that's shin. Accordingly, says the Rebbe. comes to learning Tere, you find extremes. The says in the Gemara, A person could study Tere and doesn't. All of Nema, it says about a person who could and doesn't learn Tere. You don't learn Tere, the worst thing in the world. Terrible. Yeah. But at the same time, it says. Shemishi e efshel elasim b'teira. A person who cannot learn teira, kol ayim all day long b'pnei asokei b'maso mach because he's busy with his work. Da'ile it's sufficient b'pedik echad chachas b'pedik echad avos. A little bit every day. Says the Rebbe l'chayre ain't a move and I don't get it. Imata if it's true that shafilu hamizbatel mitamateira shal kal. If you stop learning for one hour, all of nemek yedvara deshem boze. That's such a terrible, terrible thing. How could it at the same time be? If Tate is this important, 
Everybody should learn Tater day and night. Here you say you don't learn Tater for one minute. Tvaravaya, Bozava, Gemel, and so on. Another person say, ah, 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes night, the day is just the freedom. How do you work that out? And the Ted, it's five lives in the top is. Because this is not how much Tata you give the Abishtah. It's how much of yourself you give the Abishtah. Ah, Indian moving up, imagine as by a little Ted it is. Shatari Lubush and Shama. Tata is just another garment. Just like it fills is a garment, and mezuzah is a garment, and a minute is a garment. Tata is also a garment. Ah, yes, Nishama Shatrika, yes, Lubushim. Some Nishamas need more garments than Tata. Other neshamas don't need as many garments. How do you know how many words of Tehidah learned to the Yemishter? The answer is, how much time did the Yemishter give you for it? No one's asking for extremes. Be normal, yeah? But don't waste. That's interesting, yeah? But we're all having to compensate because we're because we waste. If we didn't waste, we wouldn't be in a rush. We're always rushing because we waste. Simple, yeah? But it's not simple at all. <laughs> right? It's not simple at all. But okay, accordingly. You can't learn all day long. He was not given from heaven in such a way. He should be free to study all day long. That's the proof. The neshama does need so much I skipped a few words. If you're in a position where you can learn Tehidah alone, Mucha with that, that's also a proof. The Neshama needs more garments. So it's not how much and how little. It's how perfect and imperfect. Go down two lines. Also a very strange Gemara. The Gemara says, One time in your life you didn't say Shema. It's as if you didn't say Shema in your whole life. Right? INF. It's not fair. What's the dead head? Because we're talking here about efficiency. Forget. The whole point is being normal, be limited. But just be accountable. And if a person serves Hashem in a normal, limited way, which again, light investment, has an accounting of his time, and of his actions. So in a limited way, he has a connection to Atmos and Hus. The number of days that the person is giving, he becomes and else is good. Right? Says the Rebbe, Ach. What's Ach? It's terrible. <laughs> like it's an Ach. Oh, you're Oh, yeah. Ach. What's terrible? Ain't Kaladam it's not so simple. Not everybody merits this. Not everybody merits sheyihi you kol yom of shleimim. All of the days should be perfect and whole. Now these words are the Alter Rebbe's words. What I just let that Achas Rebbe's words says the Rebbe veYeshleim, and I want to add something that the Alter Rebbe doesn't say, and this is powerful. Bebiur dio kalosh. When the Alter Rebbe says, "Ain kolodem zechelazer." Not everybody merits to be normal. Let's all middle of the road. Just be maximally efficient. Says the Rebbe, Zoyche What does the word Zoyche connote? Shehuinyin shalzchot hedvetet. Sheeinik tali bebchida. It's not a person's choice. This is the Rebbe. This is the Alpha Rebbe doesn't say. It's not up to me. What do you mean it's up to me? I thought everything is about for Hakobet Hashemayim. Chutz Mirishman. Alpha Rebbe, that's true. But the idea 
that a person should achieve Yira Shabbat, who can give an accounting of everything God gave, and there's no waste, this is a schus. It's not stama benini. It's not stama It's perfection. It's the place where limitation meets atmos. And it's not even your choice. The harvest did it. The gave them that opportunity. We don't do it because Abish didn't give us that opportunity. You know why? He wants tshuva. The Abish did wants tshuva. And the Rebbe argues the case. You'll see this in Mitzvah Hashem on Sunday.